Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Strike Force. Peter, that beard looking epic, mate. Lockdown treating you well? Yeah, man. Um, fucking can't get nowhere to do it. I don't, well, actually, I don't trust anyone to fucking do it, to be honest. But what do you, so do, do you, when's the last time you trimmed it? Like, how, how, how does it work? I literally, like, when it just gets a bit fucking messy like this, I'll, I've got literally got like a little air strimmer, like a tiny little one, and I'll just comb it all out, and then anything that's over it, like, straggling out, I'll just flick off to okay. make it sort of, try and get it, I don't know, like, give it a bit of shape, but I haven't even done that in fucking ages. I usually, like, trim it all the way down, but. I do want to, I'm fucking so tempted. I keep seeing, I've seen pictures of people and I'm like, yeah, I, I want to do that next. Or I want to do this. But then, then people are like fucking Tom Hardy and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking of doing with it? Like, is that the longest you're going to keep it or are you going to keep keep going? Uh, I'm not, to be honest, I'm wait, I'm still sort of waiting for, um, like the, the, the film I did last year, obviously, because we've got to shoot it again. Mm. I'd love to be able to do it. Obviously, this is like a lot longer than what I, what it was the first time. So I was sort of just going to wait and wait and wait, and then when the opportunity comes up, go out and do it again. And they can they can chop about with it if they want, make it look shit and rougher. I don't know whatever, but I don't know what's going to happen. I was, <laughs> so I'm not. I'm literally not making. I'm sort of a bit like I've seen a few things this week, really, and it's like you know where you see like little motivational things pop up and shit like that, mm. and like. And obviously, where I where I do my my acting class as well, I sent something to my coach, um, and it's just like basically just trying to be like more present in the present moment mm. rather than it's going, going a bit fucking deep here, but like um, uh. ra- rather than obviously because I, I do it a lot, I worry about shit in the future, and I make shit up in my head. I'm like, oh, what if this happens? What if this happens? This would be really bad. And then obviously thinking about the past, um, it's more about just like trying to be present. Mm. Where the fuck? Where the fuck am I going with this? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 well, no. It's a hundred percent. Bruv, that's why the majority of people suffer from anxiety, and anxiety is just essentially you create fictional scenarios in your head, and then you people yeah. worry about them. I find it so. Yeah. I've always found it strange. People in my family do it. It's so mm. weird to me. Well, that's so. Yeah, that's what. That's where I was going with it. Where sort of I'm not beforehand. I was like, obviously, when I got back, I was like, I oh, really, I want to get back out there and film it straight away and do this and do that but it's totally out of my hands so why yep. am i there's no point me sitting here going oh i wanted to do it in january like all right well if it don't get done in january <laughs> we'll do it fucking in the summer if it, if it no one knows when things are going to be opened up but, yeah 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 um unless fucking super biden comes in and saves the day <laughs> opens up everything mate there was more chance of trump <laughs> fucking opening up everything than biden oh, um God. listen we um yeah, it's funny. Do you know what? But then you get the other spectrum, though, because I don't even worry about things when they do fucking happen. So you know, you got to find. Oh, that's you, it. You got to find. The, you got to find the happy medium of you know worrying about shit that's gone wrong and knowing that you can't control stuff um, in the mm. future and uh, and playing things by ear. Talking of playing things by ear, Peter, let's talk about the first fight. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> let's talk about the first fight of the last UFC card between Thiago Santos and Glover Teixeira. Uh, I want to spend um, not a long time, but I do want to make sure that when it comes to the main event and the winner of the main event, that we do not gloss over this, yeah, yeah. you know, magnanimous feat. But Peter, Max Griffin v- uh, versus uh, Brahima, you text me because you knew I wasn't watching it and said, don't watch this with Stevie. 
<laughs> the next morning, I woke up in bed and I put it on in my TV in my bed because I didn't want to watch it with Stevie. Who comes upstairs and gets into bed next to me just as oh. Max Griffin elbows um, Brahima's ear off Pete. What did you think yeah. about this? Oh. What did she say? First of all, she was like, "Ah, oh, oh, oh!" <laughs> that's what that's like, what that that's what that geezer was doing as well. <laughs> she was probably doing like hand over the face, like going, well, oh, oh, I, oh. I, I, I almost did. I was like, because that you know when you see like, I think someone mentioned it first. Who was doing it? Was it Dominic Cruz? It was Cruz and Anik. Cruz and Anik, yeah. They're even them two were good together. Um, yeah. Just yeah, I think someone said ear, and then just as soon as they said it, I saw a little flicker, and I was like, "Oh shit, man!" Top of his ears like a bit cut, and then when it moved again, I was like, "Oh no, the whole ear is like like it looked like the drum and that on the inside was coming out." I've never seen that before. Like what's actually inside your ear? Like oh fucking hell! It makes it worse when they cauliflowered up as well. Like it was yeah, just a yeah, big yeah. old cauliflower ear, and uh, Max Griffin hit Brahimai with an elbow, and 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 just basically sliced his ear off. Now. A question I had, Pete, was, you know, the fight was stopped, essentially. Mm. And, yeah, straight you know, away, wasn't it? Gri- yeah, and, and, and Griffin determined the winner. So, <sighs> he didn't knock him out, though. Um, he didn't, no. but is it because he caused an injury so bad to him that he... It's like, I, I suppose it's like a cut, right? Like, if you cause yeah. the injury that's so bad to the other person, they call the fight off. Is that is that right, I guess? I, I guess so. Is it... Uh, I think maybe I was. That's, I was literally just thought as well. Like, would it? What would it have happened if it was the other way round? If that, because obviously Max Griffin was dominating. Exactly. Um, imagine if that guy just sort of spun him round on the cage, threw an elbow, and split his ear open like that. Would the ref stop it, or would he take a minute and? Have, well, I reckon. No, I reckon he probably would. Yeah, I think the he way, would the injury. Because it's, yeah. it's almost like a, not like a handicap, but like a. It's like someone losing their eye or losing their hearing or something. I guess, but yeah. I suppose yeah. if you've got like a broken, broken hand, broken wrist or whatever, you can try and carry on. They can fix that. But I've, yeah, I've not seen nothing like that before. <laughs> fucking yeah, I've, I've never seen anything like that either. It just shows you how flimsy it is as well. Like the way it was just hanging off. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, it was. It's mad that it don't. It's, it's mad that it don't happen more. That's true, but, actually. I have seen. Um, I have seen is like split because obviously with the cauliflower ear, it's just calcified blood, isn't it? Mm. Um, so I have seen it where someone will get hit in the ear and then it bursts yes, and then like you just yeah. get blood pouring out. I've seen that before, but uh, to, to, to have his ear hanging off the way it was, you've uh, mm. always got your ears to the street with this stuff. Did you hear um, ears to the street? Did you hear, uh, you know, is he all right? Do we know? Oh anything? God, I have no idea. No, no. Probably cut. They put. They cut him. I think. <laughs> <laughs> cut him from the roster. <laughs> no, I don't. Know. Is that is that what is it? Is that what is it? We've had a couple of these lately. In the old poor fucking, what's his name? The debutant getting his neck fucking half broke. Oh God, bless. Yeah, yeah. Getting stretched out of there, mate. I'm sure. I'm sure they would have said something by now if it was. Bad, but yeah, no, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, Brahim, I'll be mm. all right there, but yeah, I always enjoy seeing oh, Max Griffin. Yeah, great performance. He fucking mm. he looked, he looked like amazing. Yeah, he's absolutely dominant in that fight. So, fair play to Max Griffin. That, that was in the welterweight division, so we'll see what happens with that one. The next one, Pete, was so fun to watch. It was Eduardo Gar- uh, Garagori against Darren Elkins in the featherweight division. I really enjoyed mm. this one. What did you think of this one? Yeah, it was fucking. It was typical Elkins, but I just, I, it's a shame, you know. He's 
You know when you see a guy like that? But, um, what's his name, sorry? Gary Gorey's. Gary Gorey, yeah. Gary Gorey. Um, when you see a guy like that, I think it was round two, or maybe the end of round two or something, and he opened up with like this combination, and I was like, oh my God, I wish he was in there with like a striker. I was just yeah. like, I just I want to see him box with someone, because his punches looked fucking unbelievable. Like even, even though he was tired, he was just sort of waiting and kept switching stances. And just yeah, yeah, he he's definitely got saying put like it's just a bit of a shame really you put him in there with like a fucking grappler like that. It's like like we saw with Feely the other week. Mm-hmm. It's just like obviously Feely's a great great fighter all round, but like he just got dominated by a better grappler. But take yeah, I mean Darren Elkins though, fucking hell, he's just, oh, like, all, like all the rec- the records and stuff. He's got and he got yeah, like more... un- unbelievable. I think, I'm glad I think... I'm glad you started yeah. talking about Garagori first because I wanted to obviously mention him because he was a great striker. I love to see him against like Giga Chikadze or something like that. Like I thought that his, mm. his striking looked great, but yeah, I'm so glad we can finish off by talking about Darren Elkins. Uh, grabbed his knee, took him down, sunk in the rear naked choke, and he was just all over him, making him take his full taking his full body weight. Um, yeah, I was, I, I was just so good to see him. Most takedowns in featherweight history. That was it, featherweight year, not not UFC, but featherweight year. But like for, it was, who was Trevor Whitman was popping in now, wasn't he? Yep. During the, do, you, do you remember when he said, "I don't like those knees that Thingy Bob's throwing." Like I, I would, I'd abandon them straight away. And you remember he landed like a four or five punch combo Knee. right at the end. Yeah, right at the end. And then when Elkin sort of, he did look. He said he wasn't rocked, but he looked a bit fucking rocked. And when he dove it, well, he sort of put his head down. Yeah. That guy tried to catch him with the knee again, and it's just like game over. It's just like if he could, if he could have just pushed back a little bit and throw some more strikes. Cruz was saying, so he, he was just basically saying about how he's never, like, it's such a strange style to have where you'll you happily eat a head kick so that you can get the takedown. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's the sort of guy that, oh no, they said, sorry, they said that about Teixeira as well, isn't it? Um, uh-huh. He literally looks like he's out of there, he's rocked, and that's when he grapples you and fucking gets you down. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, um, unbelievable. So fair play to Elkin, still doing the damn thing in, in his 40s. Um, and he said, yeah, I'm at this point in, in the post-fight. He said, you know, I got cut up. I always get cut up. And at this point in my career, I want to have a couple more fights and then I'm, I'm done. Mm. You know, I'm not, he's not going for a title run, but he knows where no. he's at in his career. There's still fights for him. He's still performing at an amazing level. But I was just mm. so impressed. I was probably just emotional watching it. I love Darren Elkins, man. Yeah, 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 he's sick. Like, and, and also like, this this happens like every event. I swear, there's like an old an old guard in there, and they're on their way out. But like, have they got a few more left in them? Mm. And it's like, fucking maybe this Dan Hardy thing ain't so bullshit after all. Just put make some like old fucking legend fights and just fucking give them some paydays. Definitely, I think they deserve the paydays because when they were in their prime, the money wasn't like mm. it is now. Like no, the sport no. has grown so much. So I would love to see like, do you know what I mean, Elkins and bruv, The fact that he's still making featherweight after all these years, like just. Mm. To be, ah, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. So fair play to Darren Elkins. I, I hope to see him soon, but not too soon. Um, Peter, the next fight was uh, Alexander Romanov against Delima in the heavyweight division. Delima was outstriking him. He looked so good on the feet, but Alex yeah. took him down, got on top of him. And Pete, this, this choke that this guy does is mad. It's almost like, like you can do that with your forearm, but you can't like put your hand around someone's throat and... Cho- oh, well, I don't know whether you can or not. I don't think you can't you can. squeeze. You, can, you can't. I know you can't squeeze. Like you can't squeeze the Adam's apple. But I've seen people. I've seen people. Like I've seen Vanderlei hold someone by their neck and smash them. I think you've done it to Keith Jardine. Yep. But like, you, you, I doubt you'd be able to choke with your hand. But you can. 
a little bit up your arm you can choke with it <laughs> so, so why don't people do this more if you're on top of someone in a full mount and you just mm. got your forearm and you push it down on their neck all the way sure i mean not easy i think a lot of you know i think I've, you see people doing it or they grind it into their face and stuff just to annoy them or like you do see people sort of put their their forearm across but i don't a lot of people can just wriggle out of that and just move and stuff but i think this guy's so powerful when he's so used to it Mm. he can just literally like that was like seconds wasn't it like they were like oh he like this is his move oh he's, he's out, out. He's it's out. like what <laughs> i don't even think the ref realized what he was doing no with the ref i think it was herb but um he, he kind of spotted it when you know he's, he, he they do the thing where they move the hands but i didn't think he was out and then you just hear say he's out he's out and he was actually yeah, yeah. out cold from a forearm yeah. choke it was absolutely yeah, was incredible so fair did, play did to alexander look, romanov did he look bigger to you that Romanov. Yeah, he did. Like, like fatter. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the same here. Because the first time we saw him, I was like, fucking, this guy's a beast. And then the second time, I was like, oh, he's put on a bit of weight. I don't know whether that's on purpose or God knows. He's still quick, bruv. The way he throws punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that double that double leg as well that he oh, man. got it's him nice. with. Like, My favourite bit that he does as well is the way he takes his coaches down at the end. Oh, yeah. The fucking, when they yeah. walk in the cave, scoop, bruv. Scoop slams them and shit. <laughs> And flips one of his coaches so good, and then even Dominic Cruz, like Dominic Cruz, is such an MMA purist. He flips his coach, and, and like instead of laughing about it, he was just like, "Amazing technique, great technique." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love the commentators. It's it's because I'm still listening to Joe Rogan like, on his podcast. It's like it's not like I'm missing him, mm. but like it's almost like all these other guys are just. It's like the UFC don't need him there at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, I think true. I think he's he's better when he's better when they you know when they do the big weigh-ins and he's like and now the champion blow and it's just that's that's when he's good and like obviously he's good for like the big main events but yeah I love all these these other combinations of commentators. Anik John Anik DC Rogan that's my favourite kind of that's yeah, my favourite yeah, three but I, I love Feldo in there more on him later I love Bisping I love Cruz I even love mm. not Anik there's the other British dude he's really good as well Dan whatever yeah, his yeah, name is he's good he's yeah and the other the other guy that sounds a little bit like Mike Goldberg when he like in wrestling or something he's I think he's got like blonde hair uh, he, he was with Bisping the other week I think okay all right yeah, I mean, I just there's a, there's a, there's so many good people. They they had Jimmy Smith. I like. Do you know Jimmy Smith? I like him. The ball geezer. He was um he was in he was in Bellator and then he moved to UFC. Oh. But then they dropped him. I thought oh, he was okay. really good as well. But hmm. hey ho hey ho. It's a yeah really 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 good fight from Alexander Romanov there. With uh, the next one, which was the the main prelim, Trevin Giles against Bevin Lewis, middleweight division. Giles looked like the more dominant, but Lewis was landing. Um, landing a lot i thought this was a really 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 good fight but in round three giles lands a massive knee big right hand puts him down big ko from uh, from trevin giles um yeah just a really really this was a fun fight fun fight mm. yeah i think he i feel a bit sorry for was it lewis i think mm. he fucking i think he i'm not saying he'd give up but after his corner man or his brother or whatever was in the corner and was just like you want this or what like blah blah yeah, blah he's fucking doing, yeah. yeah giving it to him he's like you've got five minutes blah blah, blah. And then I think he just took a couple more shots and was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. Like, fuck this. It was after that where Cruz on, on the commentary was saying, you know, that's good. You need your brother in there to tell you that it's not going it. well yeah, and yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah. then I was thinking, I ain't fucking motivated him very well. Yeah, He's, no, not at all. He looked, he, looked, he looked done in it. I think for the whole fight, I felt a bit sorry for him because they were like, it was probably true, but for the whole fight, Cruz and that was like, 
he's just slower, like man. He's yeah. like Giles is Giles is quicker than him. He's like Lewis is trying to do stuff, but he's the slower man. Yeah. It must be horrible getting in there and just being like you just know you're not as quick as the other guy. Oh, it's uh, to be honest, the thing is. In any sport, if you're playing, and I've not, not played sport at any kind of level ever, but if you're playing, like, it's like, do you know what I mean? If I'm playing you on, you know, on NBA My Team or whatever, I'm thinking, right, I know I'm going to get battered here. Do you know what I mean? But you just, you just, you, you just, you're still having fun. But the thing, when you're playing, when you're competing with someone you know that's better than you, every other sport is almost okay unless it's fighting. Because yeah. when it's fighting, you're gonna get fucking battered. Like, well, that's well, that's what he needs. I guess he needs. If he is, I'm not saying he's slow. He looked, he looked like a decent fighter. I'm not, no, I can't yeah, remember seeing. I can't remember seeing him before. But like, maybe if he'd had something else under his belt, leg kicks or like wrestling, grappling, like in a clinch, he could have changed the fight. But he just sort of. It seemed like all he had was strike for strike. That's why I've always said, like, whenever I've gone down and done a bit of training or whatever, I've always said. I find boxing fucking more terrifying than like MMA because at least in MMA you've got options. Yeah. You know what I mean, when, once Connor stepped in there with like Mayweather and obviously he had that like funny little first three or four rounds, but then when he realized this guy is so much better than me and it, yeah, this guy's <laughs> so much better than me and quicker and faster. And you've got all them people watching. It's like, Oh fuck, I've got nothing else to give. It's like, there's just yeah. levels and it's like, I can't, but obviously boxing, you can't do nothing about it. Like, fucking grappling or uh, MMA you can just at least try and take, take someone down, down or, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but anyway yeah it was um it's still it's still I'm glad it could the thing is you can have you watch a fight where someone's really really dominant and they can just get and they can just take it to a decision and he knew he was going to win but the fact that he landed that big knee and then put him down I was really impressed mm. with that that he didn't turn it off in round three I, I rate fighters that do that so it's a fair play there to it to Chevin Giles I'm sure we'll see him again in the future. Moving on to the main card, Pete, the first fight was Claudia, who, uh, Gudea, who we've seen quite a lot through, through lockdown um, against Jan, um, let's just call her Jan in the strawweight division. What did you think of this one, Pete? Oh, she was sick. Like, it's literally so like, um, like an, I think I've written on my notes, like another Wei like Li Zhang too. Mm-hmm. Like, she literally reminded me of a, just an intensity and stuff. Her striking looked crisp. She looked big. It was just like, yeah, I think she just, she just wanted it more, I think. Yeah, absolutely. We're seeing a lot of these sort of like Asian fight. We mentioned the, the the Korean fighter the other day and stuff like that, where they're just kind of straight faced, going on for mm. the attack, treating it like a sport, treating it like a martial art. And yeah, yeah her, her jab, bruv, it was sick. Like, and, that, and and Claudia looked shocked at the end. I was like, what? Like, how can you think you won that fight? Like, yeah, yeah. it's fucking weird. But yeah, fair play to that girl. She's yeah, she looked red hot, and she's. I think they said she's like fought a few times before, but I don't remember seeing her. Like, um, I, I, can't, I can't remember her, but yeah, she sort of jumped straight up there now with that, like straight up the pecking order. Yeah, it looked unbelievable. Do you know what? I don't know. I can't remember if Claudia did it. She might have done, but nothing annoys me more when you've been watching a fight and someone's clearly won the fight by unanimous decision or whatever. And, you know, it gets to the end of round three, the 10 second clapper goes or whatever. And then the end of the fight happens. And the guy that's been getting battered is like, oh, yeah, her arms up. up. Like, listen, like, what, what, you, surely you know what's going on. Yeah, here. yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It really bugs me when they do that. But I guess it's I just... I understand people do it to try and, in the judge's eyes, like, like if, if the other girl would sort of drop to her knees and started taking every breath, she'd be like, oh, why has that girl got her hands up? But like... To, to then be shocked at the end, like what? Like she didn't. It's like she did win that fight. <laughs> <It's> like, Jesus. 
Uh, yeah, it's a strange one. Yeah, but like we said uh, in the strawweight division there, Jan definitely gets up there now. I was really, 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 really impressed with her. Peter, then we had uh, Big Giga. Now, on the website, they had uh, Chikadza as one of the prelims. And then obviously I was watching the prelims and I literally, <laughs> I'm watching it by myself in bed and it gets to the main card and out loud, I actually went, what the fuck's Giga? What the, fuck, like, what the fuck's going on? Like, and then I see that it had been moved to the main card. I was really happy about that. Oh. Giga Chikadza against Jamie Sivens in the featherweight division. Um, yeah, what did, what did you think about this one, Pete? Poor Jamie, eh? Levels. <laughs> Poor guy, like, he's coming. Yeah, fucking hell. I'll, I'll, I think I've written that down as well. Like, I think Dominic Cruz touched on it, obviously, through the body kick. Yeah. And then they get the guy's elbow dropped a little bit, but then in the in the really slow replay, I saw uh, Chikadze's eyes. As soon as he saw his arm go down, the next kick he threw, he like he looked at the body again, or even maybe a bit lower. Maybe he looked at his leg as if to say, "Like I'm going to do that again because I've hurt you there." It's fucking wicked. I just saw his eyes like look straight down to the guy's body, and then obviously it come up top. Right. Like fucking hell, man! He, he looks so good. Like I, I was sort of excited. He's sort of like the unsung guy from like the summer like Fight Island and stuff because yeah. obviously everyone talks about like Buckley and stuff like that and Holland and but Holland yeah but yeah no no he's got Chikadze looks fucking red hot and he's not even ranked yeah it's mad he, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of fighters like I think the big winners out of this whole lockdown yeah have been uh, definitely Giga Holland Kamzat um mm. Tana Boza um and well until he lost obviously uh we'll, mm. we'll come on to that in a moment as well but there's the other Who's the other? Uh, there's the English heavyweight Jack. No, oh, the English geezer who's been banging. Oh, the out. fucking this Liverpoolian guy. Yeah, he just just been smashing everybody. So there's a, there's yeah. a lot of people that have been that have been doing really really well. But yeah, um, I did feel a bit for Jamie. I kind of felt like you got someone here who, like, they just wanted to show off Giga's skills. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. wanted to show him. They wanted to show him off kind of thing uh, because I know he's got a head yeah. kick and literally before the fight started they were already talking about Giga's head kick and mm. it was like they just wanted someone that he, he could show it on but he's still got to do it so fair play yeah no definitely yeah mm. next fight was uh, Hayoni Barcelos against Khalid Taha in the Bantamweight division Pete we spoke about this one over text what a fight this was fight of the oh, night man. so far for me um, <laughs> mad strikes just I think you said he's got everything. Talk to me about what you thought about um, Barcelos' uh, uh, performance. Yeah, it was like he's another one of these guys, like another special guy that's just come through, and it's like, but not. I think out of everyone, like every one of these performances over the summer, I don't think I've seen someone who's that well-rounded and well-rounded. that crisp. Like it's just fucking everything was perfect. And like, I've never heard of him before. And it's like, I think I, I can't remember it word for word, but in my notes, I wrote down, this was before the fight even started, the, their pictures come up and the little bit before and that. And I was like, no idea who these two, next two are, but I know it's going to be a bomb burner. And then I think, I think, and then after the first round, I was like, dot, 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 yeah, fight of the night already. <laughs> and it was just like, but fair play to the other guys. Well, like, he, 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 was, he stayed in there to the end. And it's just oh, like, yeah. Like the chin on him and that, and it was almost like it was almost like they were both getting rocked a little bit, but then instantly recovering. Yeah, it's just like I oh, take a big shot. Oh, they wobble. No, they're back in it again. They throw a little combination. It's just they're both of their technique was fucking sick. But Barcelos, is it Barcelos was just like, and even what did they call him? A fucking uh, coral belt. Yeah, Something like that. And it was like one. 
but that that got me really excited because they're like, oh, he's Dominic Cruz is like that's that's above a black belt, and I was like, oh shit. But then that the other guy sort of sort of handled him quite well on the floor, so he must have been fucking decent himself. Yeah. <laughs> it was such, such a good such a good. I bit didn't know there was that. Yeah, that's just refreshing my memory. I did, I was thinking, what's that mean? Like, yeah, I I've, I've never heard of it before. Unbelievable. So yeah, it's a great a great performance from Barcelos. Pete, this 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 division now, the bantamweight division, bruv, it's unbelievable. Like that guy's not even ranked. Like these people, no. like there's killers in this division. It's crazy. It's sick though. Even like the little tweets at the bottom. I think Aljamain posted up. He's like, man, this is a sick fight or something like that. Or fair or someone else is like fair place to these guys yeah. going at it like war. It's just like fucking hell. Yeah, that that division's becoming one of the best ones, I think. And it's that's so fun to watch. Is that this? No, is that this weekend or next week? Figueredo? Uh, no, that's not this weekend. That's next weekend. That's ne- next next weekend, isn't it? Yeah, this weekend's Felder, isn't it? Um, which mm. we oh, will yeah. come on to in due course, Peter. The next fight was uh, mentioned in brief, uh, uh, briefly there. Andre Olovsky against Tanaboza. What did you think of this one, Pete? Ooh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> fucking hell, what a, le- what a letdown. I was so, I was fucking probably looking forward to that. Mm. Um, and I can understand, I, I, I sort of blame Bosa a little bit more because I can totally understand Arlovsky in his post-fight interview saying, look, Dana was in my head for years telling me to like sort of get into these wars and that. And he's like, I haven't been knocked out for a while. It's like because I'm fighting a game plan and game shit. Plan. I'm getting... Yeah, I'm getting older, and it's like that's what he did. I thought we won. Yeah, um, he was like, I think his shots were having a bit more impact. Like neither of them really did much, but I think it was on Bosa to sort of go for it after the summer that he's had. I agree. We're seeing these guys. We're seeing these guys like who's had, who've had the three or four fights, and some of them are falling away, and they're missing their opportunities to go even further. And some of them are pushing on, just like like obviously with Holland. Like Holland's got his fucking is he main is he main event? Yeah. Yeah, main event. Um, so he's got his he's got his fucking opportunity in that. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a letdown, really. It was a bit of a letdown, and I I completely agree with you about the Tanaboza thing because I feel like out of the two fighters, it was it's it. Wh- why would Arlovsky take the fight to him? There's no reason for him to take mm. the fight to him. Arlovsky's the the veteran. He wants to win. He's got a game plan. It's very tetchy. It wasn't a lot of action going on. But Tanner yeah. was just waiting far too long. I know yeah, he's but, a counter puncher, but but, but, but is he though? I don't. Was he really a? I, I sort of remember him sort of blitzing people over the summer. Yeah. Or maybe think, maybe yeah. maybe that was after a counter shot. I don't know, but I just sort of, sort of remember him being fucking really aggressive. It's, it was for so frustrating to watch, and I was think. But the thing is, maybe to be fair, mate, it's all good us saying. Why don't you go for I it? Like, Arlovsky Arlo- <laughs> still looks fucking scary. As well. He looks great. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think Arlovsky's. You know, putting on. I don't think he'll get in there and do a job against Ngano or something like that. But at nah. this stage of his career, to still be putting in performances like that against someone who is on form, oh mate, I was I was chuffed. I was chuffed that he won. And and you know what, like. I think he did win. What did you did you think it was the right decision? There was a lot. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. yeah cause I, but I think there was won. a when it because it was almost like he was waiting till the end of the round, and I think it was round one and two. He landed big shots at the end of the rounds. Do you yes. remember? And then Bosa was a bit like, "Fuck's sake, he got me right at the end." And then round three, you like leg kicks and shit, but it weren't weren't much going on. But I think yeah, I think he knew he'd won, and I think yeah. Bosa knew he didn't do enough. It's it's so funny in the arena, isn't it? When the heavyweights fight, it gets quiet, bro. Oh yeah, it was yeah, dead quiet as soon as they it's when quiet. they maybe that when they first come over. Maybe maybe that affects the mm. fighters as well. You never know. He's probably but... he's probably thinking as well. 
he's had these fights against sort of lesser known guys, Bosa, and then all of a sudden he's in there with a legend, and he probably knows, man, if I if I knock this guy out, then I'm catapulted to the fucking top. But obviously that pressure and stuff, it's like it's a bit different. So you're worrying about stuff before it's happened. See, mm. that's, that's see, take my fucking advice. <laughs> So yeah, fair play to Arlovsky. Well, who knows what's going to happen in the future with him, but that's not the end for Bozo. I'm sure he'll come back and uh, I'll be really excited to see both of these fighters in their next fights. And now, Pete, we get to the main event, Thiago Santos against Glover Teixeira in the light heavyweight division to see who is the uh, number one contender after Izzy fights Jan Blakowicz for the light heavyweight title. Uh, Pete, why don't you start us off with this one? Tell me your thoughts on this fight. I was so excited. I, was, I've, I think I've, I've definitely I've changed my thoughts like instantly after the fight. But watching it, watching it unfold. First of all, it's you know when people say it's like um there's a uh, a different feeling in the air when it's a UFC main event. Oh yeah. Like even the ones I'm not really too keen about. You know, obviously like Gaethje against Khabib. Like I was sitting there buzzing. I was shaking. I was just like, oh my god, I'm so excited. But I mean, I do. I like Santos and Teixeira, but they're not my like favorite fighters ever. Of course, but it was just that feeling of like when they come out, it's main event. I was like, oh fuck! I was like, yes, it's the main event. And then, um, yeah, just when he clipped him straight, he looked good. Like I was a bit worried about his knees, um, but yeah, when he clipped him straight away, I was like, oh god, he's he like it's so done. Hard. Like yeah, and then, and then obviously the grappling come into into play, and I was like, Jesus, he's got nothing for him on the floor. Like. Um, and then obviously was it was it round two? He caught him with that little left hook because again dropped him again. I was like, oh no, you got your chance. Uh, that, was might, that was like, the third round. I think that was. A oh, maybe I oh, was that round. Yeah, round two, he, round two, he probably got grappled. Round two again, was all but, global, all global. Yeah, round yeah. Two. yeah. Um, but then yeah, that round three, you still got that power. But like he had him in the perfect position. I don't know why he didn't. But like what you just said about the forearm position in the face, it's like the elbows were fucking getting through, and he was in. Uh, where was he? He was in half guard, I think, which is what I think they always said that like Matt Hughes said he preferred being in like was it half guard? Yeah, like where you've got sort of like one leg in. You're not really in full mount, you've got one leg on the outside and one leg they've got trapped. Yeah. But you can hold you can hold people in that position. Yeah. And just and he was smashing down elbows, but then he kept posturing up and throwing like haymakers and I was like no that's not <laughs> you're just creating more space between you and Glover and even then he can scramble and that's like exactly what he did he just I was like if you just stay there with that forearm in his face and just smash away and a lot of them was getting through and with his power and then he I think it was me just more like judging it from yeah, that yeah. moment I was, like, I, I was like you could have done a lot better but then when he got he got turned over and it was a quick tap as well. I think he was just exhausted. <laughs> I think he was just knackered. But it was just unbelievable. The fight started and I was thinking, oh, Santos is going to... But to be fair, like, even before the fight, you know, and uh, my, uh, my, my predictability has gone out the window now. So I was on a, I was on a mad roll. And now that's mm. just gone. Because I thought, you know what? Santos is just going to have too much for Glover. And I thought about, about the last few Glover fights that I've seen him in where, no, he can't do it. He's 41, blah, blah, blah. And Pete, listen, foot in my fucking mouth. The guy is mm. just unbelievable. He's just a takedown machine. And yeah, like we said before, he eats shots so that he can get range and so that he can yeah. take people down. Like, it was unbelievable. Took him down in the first round and was all over him. The second round was all him as well. The third round, Santos got him big. But Glover just gets his back, sinks in a choke, taps him out. Like, it was just unbelievable. That's five in a row now. And yeah. I'm so impressed with him. And obviously, you know, he's a legend. He doesn't need my fucking kudos for, for people to realise that he's a legend. But what... 
do you feel now about watching him fight that and then you see Izzy against Yan? Like, I, I would have loved to see Glover against Yan, to be honest. Well, they should have, maybe they should have waited. But they probably didn't think, like, why, why do all this publicity stuff with Izzy and, yeah. like, um, and confirm it when you've got the two top contenders fighting, like, a few weeks later? So I'd just give it a minute and then, but then I guess it's fucking, it's still money. But I think people still want to see. It's just like a circus, isn't it? Like, is he moving up and becoming double champ? It's like, and then obviously that opens a door up for a John Jones fight even more. So I guess they're looking at it in the long term. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a shame. But I'd, I'd wait. Fuck it. Like, you're an old man, but like, to Sherry, that's like you said, he's like, I'm an old guy. You give me my title shot. It's like, you've got your title shot. You just don't know who it's going to be against. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So true. I think he's, he's still going to get his shot and his payday. I wouldn't, if I was him, I wouldn't risk having another fight in between. I'd just Ooh. see what happens. Because it could be a quick, Izzy could go out there and one bang him or fucking Yan could do the same. It's like, it could just be a quick turnaround. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to see what's going to happen now and just Izzy moving up. But then again, it just kind of, I know we're fans of people moving up and, you know, it's, it's set, kind of set a bit of a precedent with this stuff. We're trying to just take every belt you can. I, I get it, but... It's just like, okay, so let's say he goes and wins a light heavyweight title. What does it do to the middleweight division? Then, you know, it just all yeah. kind of, it just blows it all wide open. But anyway, go, just going back to Glover, did you see, um, did you see fucking Steve-O in the post-fight press conference? No. <laughs> like, Glover's, like, you know when you're watching the, the post-fight press conferences, you just see the fighter with the microphone sitting at the table. So they- Oh, they're all at the table, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you see the mic, the the guy there at the the table, and then obviously you don't hear you you don't see the people that are asking the question. You just hear them, mm. and then yeah. it just like you see Glover sitting there. You just hear someone talking. It's like, yo, dude, and then and then even Glover goes, oh, Stevo. <laughs> 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 what he was is. he? Why was he asking questions, bro? I have no idea. But he's basically what did he asked, ask? He said to yes. him, um. What do you no, he just said, I'm really impressed with you, man. Um and he was like, As a man in my forties, you give me inspiration that uh, you know, when we're, we're we're not old, we can do whatever we want. And then Glover was like, You're forty? And Steve was like, dude, I'm forty six. And Glover was like, Oh man. And Glover was like, Yeah, hey, I've been watching you all my life, man. I'm a big fan. Um, which I actually believe. Everyone's been watching Steve O. Um yeah, and then he yeah, just basically said to him, you know, with Izzy going up, how do you feel now? Do you feel like you've missed an opportunity against John Jones? Like, what do you feel? And Glover was like, I'm not even thinking about John Jones. The only person in my head right now is Yan. I want to fight Yan. I want a title mm. shot. And then Steve, I was like, you need to wait, dude. Like, don't have another fight now. You need to wait until Izzy oh, nice. fights Yan and you just get the winner. And Glover was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I can. I can, I can yeah, 100%. It's just a smart thing to do, man. He, like, he deserves it as well. Absolutely. Five wins in a row now for the guy and just mm. yeah, un, un, unbelievable from, from Glover. What I want to do just quickly, uh, yeah, I know that a good, um, a good podcaster would uh, obviously look this up beforehand, but let me just see what he did in regards to his last fights because um, they've all been... Uh, it, was the, it was the Smith one that impressed me the most, I think, oh. recently. Yeah, because it was just they weren't like because it was like yeah it was like scary as well. It was like he just he just beat him in sort of like every aspect. Where um, like did, did, was it was it just me like obviously if that if that fight was just a stand up fight, Santos is a different level, isn't he? Of course, like he's just that's why I wanted. I, I feel a bit bad for him. They should have. I didn't. I don't really look at Glover as a. I look at him more as a boxer sometimes. But like I know he's got a ground game. But like for his for a poor sod, like his first fight back two knee surgeries you'd think put him in there with a striker yeah, like, yeah. do you know what I mean like or ju- like like just a striker but then 
obviously he's, he's number one. So give him Anthony Smith or something. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I hear he's that. already he's already he's already smashed him, hasn't he? Like exactly. Both of them, so, yeah. It's, who else is there? But his last fights in Glover, we've got. That submission against Thiago Santos. We've got the TKO of Anthony Smith. We've got the unanimous, the split decision against Nikita Krylov. We've got the submission by a rear naked choke of uh, your boy Kutalaba. And then we've got a submission with an arm triangle choke against Carl Robeson. He lost the decision to Corey Anderson before that. Then he beat Misha Serkinov um, before that. He lost to Gustafsson. Um, he beat Cannoneer. He beat Rashad Evans. He's beat OSP. You know, he, he's just... He's had some unbelievable. He's beat Ryan Bader as well, um, and he's he has lost to John Jones. But listen, I'm just so impressed with the guy, and I'm, I mm. just can't wait to see him fight for the title. Even if he doesn't win, I just want him to get. I want him to get a payday. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah, be great. Where, where the fuck is Rumble Johnson? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He needs to. He needs to. He's. A, he's. A, I think he said he's getting ready, but like he's taking. So I just need him back in there. Like he, he could be light heavyweight champ easy. Is he coming back light heavyweight or heavyweight? Um, so they did. They did. Say, like they were talking about heavyweight because of how big he is. I think Rogan said when he saw him, he was massive. But the last few photos I've seen, he's been like cutting down. So I don't, I don't know. But uh, yeah, everything's just popping at the moment. Yeah, so it's just such a good time for MMA. Peter, let's quickly um, preview the the card that's coming up this weekend then before we ride off into the sunset. Always a pleasure speaking with you. We've got the big one this weekend, the main card. Paul, Paul Felder stepping up against Rafael de Sanos. Did you know why Islam um, pulled out? No, I didn't actually... To be honest, it's been so exciting. I've not even looked into why he pulled out. All I saw was Felder, and I was like, yeah, yes. it's, it's so good, isn't it? It's like, it's, it's got a weird feel about it. It's almost like we've been watching this guy over over lockdown and stuff, and he's been there doing our commentary and shit. And then obviously he cornered his friend, didn't he? He went backstage, cornered his mate, yeah, stuff like that. And well, he started sudden, to talk like, with the cup shots, isn't he? The, you know, cup shot Felder. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. And obviously he's got he's got wicked banter with like Bisping and stuff like that. It's just and all of a sudden it's like oh who's going to step in against like this legend fucking Paul Felder out of every, out of all the lightweights out there whether they're all like matched well they probably are all matched up with each other but just to jump in and be like yeah five days notice trying to cut weight that's what I'm worried about I'm I keep seeing all videos he's just literally on the on a bike he's literally on a bike just sweating and he's just I'm wonder, I'm wondering whether he has been training. Mm. Or whether he's just sort of half in shape and all he's concentrating on is cutting weight, but he hasn't actually been training. I don't know. Fuck knows. But I'm so fucking excited, man. I, I know. Just... I hope. I hope. That's what I mean. I hope he's got a good few rounds in him, and he can. And he he probably has been training. He probably helps other people train. I don't think and... he's got to stop. So yeah. It's nah, just... yeah. We've got um in on the prelims though. We've got um. We've got Roque Martinez, who we've seen recently as well. Um, we've got Jose Quinones fighting as well against Luis Smolka. Um, Ashley Yoda is fighting Miranda Granger. That's in the women's straw weight. And then the main prelim, we've got Brendan Allen, who we saw recently. And then we've got Sean Strickland straight back in there. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I was going to say. Wait, but is Brendan Allen the British guy? Yeah. Um, Brendan Allen's the guy who didn't look anything like his picture last time. Um, and then we were like, what? Um, let me have a look. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong guy. I'm thinking of Brendan. I'm thinking of like a British fighter. He's got like sort of long floppy hair. Uh, Brendan Allen. Where is he from? It doesn't even fucking say on it. Um, no, yeah, no, he's American, Brendan Allen. Who the fuck am I thinking? Arnold. I'm thinking of something Arnold. It's like a British guy and he's like ripped to shreds. 
yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. I was going to say Tom Arnold, but that's a comedian. But um, <laughs> Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Johnson, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, really, really excited to see that one. And then just moving on to the main card, uh, we have uh, Eric Anders, your boy, Eric Anders, boy. against uh, Antonio Arroyo, Kay Hansen against Corey McKenna, uh, Julian Marquez against Saperbik Safarov, Abdul Razak Al Hassan, always good to see him against Chaos Williams. What a name, Chaos! I love that. And then we've got the number seven ranked lightweight against number twelve ranked lightweight. What's in this for Felder, Pete? What, what number seven against number twelve? Is he just doing it for the love of the game? Yeah, I think he's. Well, he said he. Wait, did he retire or did he just say he's done? He said he retired. Yeah, yeah, he's fully retired. Yeah, but. See, it's not only fucking one person who keeps doing that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, don't, I, I don't know. Well, if he depends what happens, if he has a dominant performance, he's and he doesn't get. I think the big thing with Felder is he need. He just needs to take, try and take a little bit less damage. Yeah, you know I mean, like he could have had such a longer career when, like, well, not thought about retiring, but um, yeah, he just he just get, he just gets into these wars, and you just know it's going to happen again. <laughs> he's not go, he's not fighting on five days' notice and going to fucking jab and move. It's like no, 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 he's going in there to die on his shield. I'm really, yeah. really excited to see it, Peter. Um, we'll catch up again, obviously. Any other wicked whispers, uh, Connor? Connor Dustin, what's going on with that? It's all bullshit, isn't it? Well, no, that's that's what I said. Um, because of because of Nunes and Thingy Bob's just popped out because uh, popped out <laughs> to get some milk. Because um, because they've pulled out. I think they was they well they I think they are pretty much going to do it for January. But then I think Connor because he's saying he's ready now. He wants to do it this year. He wants like he wants one before the end of the year, and that's a main event slot in December. Oh, just make your like, own rules, then, mate. Just make your own card. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what you want. Well, no, it? well, I, I want to see him sooner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but but then but then I think it is. I think it'd be it'd be better in January. I think anyway, because I think Dana said that's Fight Island. So yeah, gotta get fucking Connor out of Fight Island. <laughs> living it, be living in it out. Vegas, would it? It'd be better in Vegas, no? Why? Just because you know Vegas is Vegas, isn't it? People love it. People love seeing. Connor yeah, but it's the it. nah, it's the apex. Yeah, oh, no. what you think? There's going to be fans. <laughs> oh, do you know what with Connor? I don't think people will not like. Obviously, there's not going to be fans in the arena, but there'll still be an atmosphere. There'll definitely oh, still man. be an atmosphere, especially yeah, with Connor. People it's, love it. It's, it's a weird one as well because it's like they're both. It's probably going to be like it's got to be lightweight, so they're both not going to be as depleted as they was last time. Both of them have improved, I think, but like, I don't know, it's, it's still fucking dangerous. I, I watched the uh, such a good fight, man. It's on, it's on YouTube if you want to watch like the fight. You probably like, I know you've seen it before, but like the Gaethje Poiré fight. Poiré fight, yeah, so, mate. It's such a fucking war, and like the leg kicks that Poiré takes, but he just, his boxing looks so much crisper. Mm. Um, and then the, the the left hand that he lands to fucking wobble him is just like. It's just it's such an exciting fight with him and Connor because they've both got that left hand and it's yeah. just like, yes, yeah, it'd be a good one, I think. Really, really excited. Just very quickly, what we can do as well um, is we can just have a look um, just at a few of the uh, headlines that are upcoming. Uh, so the following weekend is the Bantamweight title, Figueredo um, against Perez. Then we've got Curtis Blades against Derek Lewis, Pete. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's a good fight. 
That'd be mad. I'm really looking mm. forward to that one. So that'd be really, really fun. Peter, let's catch up again next week, mate. I'll uh, obviously, yeah. uh, you know, we'll get this uploaded um, and uh, I'm sure we'll be texting uh, about the upcoming fight this weekend as well. Good luck to everyone oh, involved. Uh, and yeah, let's Definitely catch up next week. Definitely. Um, it was so, so much better sometimes recording it and watching it in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. You I felt so fucking relaxed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, not, I'm not sitting in the layers. <laughs> that's why that's what I'm, I'm telling you. Go to sleep, wake up early, put it on, enjoy it. First thing in the morning, is it? Like it. Nice, nice cup of coffee. That's Bosh. it. Nice Red Bull. Right, beautiful. Peter, I'll catch up with you next week, yeah. mate. Love you. See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye bye.